more beautiful. And I hope you do too. Join us again next week for another edition of Move Your Ass. A box of chocolates Would I know To stay away oh, I said If Pandora's box A box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have Half a mind to leave you Babe That means I have Half a mind to stay It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Hi, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food every Thursday evening at 6.30, sometimes very, very loosely about food. And we'll get that started right away because yesterday, 50 years ago yesterday, is when the White Album by the Beatles started getting recorded by the Beatles, being the White Album, something like that. So here is one of several fine food songs from the White Album. This is actually an outtake from the Beatles Anthology 3. Here is Glass Onion. Oh, the ending's really weird. I told you about strawberry fields You know the place where nothing is real Well, here's another place you can go it was going to be a weird ending. Not the same ending as the White Album version of Glass Onion with the sort of mournful strings, question mark? No, those were not mournful strings, nor were they strings. That is Glass Onion 
from the Beatles' White Album. The White Album, they started recording it 50 years ago yesterday. And that version was from Beatles Anthology 3. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. And did I say it was a show about food? Because food will pop in and out from time to time as special guests. But in the meantime, this is from NBC News. We always like to give an NBC News update here on Pandora's Lunchbox. CIA report says North Korea won't denuclearize but might open a burger joint. This is what NBC News reported yesterday. A new U.S. intelligence assessment has concluded that North Korea does not intend to give up its nuclear weapons anytime soon, three U.S. officials told NBC News. A finding that conflicts with recent statements by President Donald Trump that Pyongyang intends to do so in the future. Now, if you scroll further down the article, you see this, this bon mot. In an odd twist, a list of potential concessions by North Korea in the CIA analysis included the possibility that Kim Jong-un may consider offering to open a may consider offering to open a Western hamburger franchise in Pyongyang as a show of goodwill, according to three national security officials. It suggests Kim is interested in a peaceful gesture to an American president whose love of fast food burgers is well known and who, during the 2016 campaign, had said he wanted to talk nukes over a burger with the North Korean leader. I am truly reading this off of NBC News. If the burger place doesn't work out, perhaps a chicken place could work, and perhaps it could be called Chicken Crazy. What do you think? No, 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 wait a minute. Don't, don't y'all laugh at me. I ain't the only one feel like that. Man, the whole world has done gone chicken crazy. Whole chicken just don't stand a chance nowadays. That chicken don't stand a chance no more. You can't go in no restaurant in the world and can't find chicken on the menu. I'll give you five dollars if you do. And if anybody invites you to the house for dinner, they can have four or five different kinds of meat on their mind. But they can't go wrong cooking no chicken. No. You have chicken wings, chicken necks, chicken breasts, chicken backs, chicken thighs, and chicken feet. <laughs> yeah, they gone chicken crazy. They've gone chicken crazy. They've gone chicken crazy. They've gone chicken crazy. But a chicken don't stand a chance no more. North, south, east, or west. You can bet your bottom dollar a chicken is in a tub of mess. <laughs> Look here. Watch this. See that man sitting over there? Watch this. Say, Mr. Man. Yeah. Where you from? I'm from down in Georgia. What's your favorite meat? Man, I love me some chicken. <laughs> See, I told you. It don't make no difference where you're from. They love that chicken. See that lady over there? Watch this. Say, Miss Lady. Miss Lady? Where you from? I'm from New York. New who? New York. All right, New York. Well, tell me, what's your favorite meat? Ooh, I just love the way they cook that southern fried chicken. Because I'm not from down there, you know. I live up north. <laughs> yeah, I know. Got Mississippi written all over you talking about that. Look here. <laughs> yeah, they got chicken up up in New York. <laughs> Look here. See that little boy coming down the street? Watch this. Say, little boy. Yeah, where you from? 
I'm from California. What's your favorite meat? Chicken, man, chicken. <laughs> See, that? I told you, it don't make no different way from north, east, south, and west. They love that chicken. They've gone chicken crazy. They've gone chicken crazy. They've gone chicken crazy. They've gone chicken crazy. We boil him, we broil him, stew him, fry him, make chicken soup, chicken dumplings, so forth and so on. You know, if my woman got me some chicken at home for dinner, I'm going to wring her neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they gone chicken crazy. They gone chicken crazy. Ow! Gone chicken crazy. Ow! Chicken crazy. Ow! Chicken crazy. Ow! Chicken crazy. I think he lost his mind at the end of that song. He's truly gone chicken crazy. Yeah, that is Joe Tex from the album Happy Soul from 1969. Chicken crazy. The whole world's gone chicken crazy. What are you going to do? It's almost approximately 20 minutes to 7. Arwolf and Face the Music is at 7. Definitely tune in for that and never stop listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Check out our website, wcbn.org. You can see what songs we've been playing, including one that I entered on the playlist before I actually played it. So it's kind of a little bit of clairvoyance on your part to know what's coming up next. So some events coming up that have a vaguely food-related theme. Cinetopia Film Festival is coming up in Ann Arbor, Dearborn, and Detroit. Actually, it started today. A few items coming up. One this weekend here. Uh, It's going to be a film called Never Going Back. And it goes like this. BFFs Angela and Jesse are high school dropouts working dead-end waitressing jobs in the same crappy diner. Their dream vacation to sunny Galveston, Texas is only a few shifts away. But after a drug deal goes bad and their home is invaded, and they have to serve a short stint in juvenile detention, their beach trip is in serious jeopardy. They'll have to use every bit of guile their perpetually buzzed teenage brains can muster as they try to get relatively rich quick while wandering suburban Dallas. Now that's going to be tomorrow at the State Theater in Ann Arbor at 9 p.m. Also Friday, June 8th at the College for Creative Studies at 7.15. That's never going back. Tuesday, June 5th at the Michigan Theater. This is a film called The Moderns from 1988. Paris, 1926, it says, a time when anything could happen and usually did. At the center of this world is Nick Hart, played by Keith Carradine, a struggling part painter who makes a meager living drawing caricatures at his favorite cafe. Nick longs for success and even agrees to forge masterpieces for a wealthy divorcee, Geraldine Chaplin. But what he truly desires is Rachel, played by Linda Fiorentino, the alluring wife of an obsessively jealous and lethally dangerous businessman. Yikes. That's Tuesday, 8.15 p.m. at Michigan Theater. And I have a few more uh, notes here on films. I'm going to just make a quick note of one that I'll talk a little more about next week. This film is going to be on Sunday, June 3rd at the Michigan Theater Annex. This is a documentary filmed in Lebanon, the U.S., and Singapore. After spending her entire life in a refugee camp near Beirut, Mariam Shar decided to change her life. Again, this is a documentary. Gathering together other refugee women from Syria, Iraq, Palestine, and Lebanon, 
and with a little help from Kickstarter, she expands her modest food business into catering. This documentary will be on Sunday at 3.45 p.m. at the Michigan Theater Annex, on Thursday, June 7th at the Michigan Theater, and Saturday, June 9th at the Arab American National Museum. Lots of other films happening also. This is, You can see, see all this stuff at Cinetopia Film Festival, sorry, CinetopiaFestival.org. And Cinetopia is spelled C-I-N-E-T-O-P-I-A, CinetopiaFestival.org. Another event coming up tomorrow. No, tonight again. Everything's happening tonight and tomorrow. But tonight, Eugene Chadbourne was just in town in Ipsy. Tonight he's going to play at Trina Sofs in Detroit with Duck Baker. Tonight at Trina Soves at 8 p.m. Here's a little Eugene Chadbourne with a treatise about honeybee food. It's called Honey Don't. How come you say you do when you don't? How come you say you will when you won't? Come on, baby, tell me how you feel. I gotta know, is love real? A honey don't. A honey don't. A honey don't. Honey don't. You say you will when you want. Honey don't. I love you, baby, and you ought to know. I like the way that you wear your clothes. Everything about you is so god darn sweet. You got sand all over your feet. Honey don't. Honey don't. Honey don't. Honey don't. Saturday night. Sunday morning, you don't look right. You've been out painting the town. Yeah, I know you've been slipping around. Yeah, honey, don't. Oh, honey, don't. Oh, honey, don't. Oh, honey, don't. You say you will when you won't. Uh-uh, honey, don't. That was exhilarating. That was Eugene Chadbourne. Now, he's not going to be playing, as far as I know, with a huge ensemble or even a small ensemble tonight in Detroit. I believe it's just him playing acoustic, perhaps, and somebody else, Duck Baker, perhaps, maybe two people, if I understand correctly. But that is 
Eugene Chadbourne and John Zorn and a bunch of other folks doing the Carl Perkins classic, or perhaps undoing the Carl Perkins classic, Honey Don't. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm Mike. You're listening to a show about food, you know. Speaking of Honey Don't and Honey Bees, here's a story that has a Honey Bee sort of connection. This from the Associated Press from London today. The original version of a map that entranced generations of children is up for auction at Sotheby's. The auctioneer said today that E.H. Shepard's map of the 100-acre wood, the home to Winnie the Pooh, could fetch 150,000 pounds, equal to about $200,000, when it's sold in July. Shepard's 1926 sketch features beloved characters including Pooh and Christopher Robin, and landmarks including the Bee Tree and Eeyore's Gloomy Place. It was last sold in 1970 for 1,700 pounds. Shepard's illustrations helped cement the popularity of A.A. A. Milne's, quote, bear of very little brain, unquote, and his woodland friends. In 2014, an ink drawing of the characters playing the game Poo Sticks sold for more than 300,000 pounds, a record for a book illustration. The map and four other Shepard Winnie the Pooh illustrations, Winnie the Pooh illustrations will be sold July 10th at Sotheby's London. Here's some tariff news. We were talking earlier about food and politics. This from Washington AP today. The Trump administration is announcing tariffs on steel and aluminum imports, or shall we say aluminium for our UK friends, from the EU, Canada, and Mexico. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross says there will be a 25% tariff on imported steel. What does this have to do with food? any moment now, and a 10% tariff on imported aluminum or aluminium, if you will. Mexico and the European Union say they will respond with countermeasures. Mexico says it will impose tariffs on U.S. imports, including pork bellies, apples, grapes, cheeses, and, most delicious of all, flat steel. Mm-mm. So there you and away we go. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and we just heard earlier a song from the White Album, Glass Onion. Now we're going to hear a song that's roughly approximately a parody of the song Martha, My Dear from the White Album. Here are the Ruddles, and what is this called? It's called Another Day, not to be confused with Paul McCartney's Another Day. This is Another Day by the Ruddles. You ready? Apparently I'm not. Let's try this. like these when enemies can number more than friends a friend indeed is what I need not someone who pretends I'm on my way I cannot stay another day you're such a pain must I explain my every meaning to you it's such a drag the way you nag at me and make me feel blue I'm on my way I cannot stay another day you're so pusillanimous, so oh, yeah. Nature's calling animals, go yeah. A glass of wine with Gertrude Stein, I know I'll never share. But I don't mind, that's just the kind of cross each man must bear. 
A glass of wine with Gertrude Stein I know I'll never share, but I don't mind that's just the kind of cross each man must bear. With lyrics like that, who needs enemies? What? That was Another Day by the Ruddles, written by, oh, I need to see, yes, uh, I think Neil Innes wrote that. The Ruddles featuring Neil Innes, Eric Idle, and other folk. Trying to look very quickly to see who wrote that gem right there, but yes, that is Another Day by Neil Innes. So, after that, you're so pusillanimous, oh yeah, that lyric I think I'm going to put on my tombstone, but this now is something even less sensible. This is, I'm going to read you a a recipe, because I rarely do that on this food show, but the good news is this recipe will make no sense at all. This is by Edward Lear, the English artist, illustrator, musician, author, and poet, known mostly for his literary nonsense in poetry and prose, and especially his limericks, a form he popularized. He was born in 1812, died in 1888. One of his best-known works is The Owl and the Pussycat. He was born in Holloway, Middlesex, England in 1812. Here now is, from Edward Lear, a, a recipe here to make an amblongus pie. Take four pounds, say four and a half pounds, of fresh amblongases and put them in a small pipkin. Cover them with water and boil them for eight hours incessantly, after which add two pints of new milk and proceed to boil for four hours more. When you have ascertained that the oblongases are quite soft, take them out and place them in a wide pan, taking care to shake them well previously. Grate some nutmeg over the surface and cover them carefully with powdered gingerbread, curry powder, and a sufficient quantity of cayenne pepper. Remove the pan into the next room and place it on the floor. Bring it back again, and let it simmer for three-quarters of an hour. Shake the pan violently until all the amblongases have become a pale purple color. Then, having prepared the paste, insert the whole carefully, adding at the same time a small pigeon, two slices of beef, four cauliflowers, and any number of oysters. Watch patiently till the crust begins to rise, and add a pinch of salt from time to time. Serve up in a clean dish and throw the hole out of the window as fast as possible. And there you go. That is Edward Lear. That is the only recipe I've read on Pandora's Lunchbox in a long time. I hope you were keeping along, and I hope you've cooked it now, because it could take a while. Speaking of something maybe a little less unsensible, Mrs. Fifty Bakes a Pie is the name of a play, uh, the world premiere of which is going to be performed by Theater Nova in Ann Arbor. It opens tomorrow... Stuck in an abusive marriage, middle-aged 1960s housewife Fiona discovers a source of personal power in a most surprising way. Bondage and baking mix in this hilariously... Bondage and baking 
mix, baking mix, in this hilariously twisted comedy as Fiona finds an apropos way to serve her husband his, quote, just desserts, unquote. Mrs. 50 Bakes a Pie from tomorrow through June 24th. Performances Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 8 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. from Theater Nova in Ann Arbor. One more piece of news I believe I have here. This is about salmon, if I understand correctly. Do I have a piece of music or food? I have a piece of food about salmon. Here we go. But first, here's some Salmon Dave. Salmon Dave? I think it goes like this. To me all night long reasonably fantastic, wasn't it? That was Sam and Dave, Soul Sister Brown Sugar from 1968. Recorded November 27th, 1968. I'm going to have to remember to bring that out again in November and play it on its 50th anniversary. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike with one more piece of Sam and news from Portland, Maine. AP. Two conservation groups say a deal has been struck with commercial fishermen in Greenland and the Faroe Islands to protect thousands of vulnerable Atlantic salmon. You know what? This Salmon Dave is on Atlantic Records. There's Atlantic Salmon Dave and there's Atlantic Salmon. What is happening? Commercial fishing for Atlantic salmon is prohibited in the U.S., where the fish's Gulf of Maine population is listed under the Endangered Species Act.
The Atlantic Salmon Federation and North Atlantic Salmon Fund say their new deal with Greenland and the Faroe Island fishers will allow more fish to return to the rivers of North America and Europe. Coastal Greenland and the waters off the Faroe Islands are important feeding grounds for the salmon. Fishermen who work these waters take fish that originate in both healthy populations and jeopardized ones in Maine and New Brunswick, Canada. The agreement places new limits on fishing. We've reached new limits on our fishing for news here. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. Thank you for letting me do that and to be that. Pandora's Lunchbox, now coming up next, it's Face the Music with Our Wolf, followed by Shimmy Shimmy Coco Bop. More on that in just a few seconds. Listen to WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Go to WCBN.org. Keep on listening and never stop doing that. Or this. Or this. Here's how it's done. I mix a little bit of this. With a little bit of that. drop in something different. And add some spice. Then I shake it up in the shimmy shimmy shaker and let it brew real nice. That's what makes Sachet's Shimmy Shimmy Cocoa Bop a flavorful mixed blend of roots, blues, folk, bluegrass, country, zydeco, jump blues, and good old rock and roll. Shake your booty every Thursday night from 8 to 9 following Our Wolf's Face the Music with me, Sachet Delmonico. It's 7 o'clock. Welcome to Face the Music. My name's Arwolf. Thank you, Mike, for playing uh, the Rodels. Uh, apparently, their answer song to Groucho Marx's Hello, I Must Be Going, right? It was, yeah, it sort of felt that way. It felt a whole lot of good ways. It was nice to come in here and, uh, and absorb the emanations of Mike's mind. I love doing that on Thursday nights. I also love playing this uh, this vintage music, largely from the 1920s, 30s, and 40s. And as you've probably noted over the past few weeks, I've been focusing a lot on the legacy of Thomas Fats Waller, who was born, you may have this memorized by now, May 21st, 1904. And he passed away prematurely on December 15th, 1943. A short run for a, an incredibly prolific, productive, and creative individual. I'd like to open this hour with three piano solos, beginning with one of the piano solos that I first heard when I was a fairly crazed teenager, and it uh, it's totally turned my life around every bit as much as John Sinclair and Pete Andrews and the Ann Arbor Blues and Jazz Festivals turned my life around at that same time. Maybe you have something 
analogous to that that's, that's you could look back on and say, yeah, you hear the right kind of